AEC Business, the construction industry's innovation and technology show. Hello and welcome to episode 127 of the AEC Business Podcast. My name is Arni Heiskanen and my guest is Abhishek, founder and CEO of Ecotect. So Abhishek, it's great to have you on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. You, Your company, your startup Ecotect is pretty pretty new. Can you tell us about the story of Ecotech? How, how, how did you come up with the idea and why did you start up the company? Uh, it, it's a long story. So uh, I'm an architect uh, and I, I'm from India and I, I work with uh, you know, one of the best architects in the world like Dushi and Rajvival. They are well known. Uh, Dushi is a Pisgah Prize winner. Uh, so, yeah, and then we were, I worked a lot on housing and sustainable housing, uh, and especially with Indian government on, on low-cost housing. Uh, so we, we, we looked into the different technologies, uh, local materials, prefabricated buildings, and uh, this is a long time back in 2005, seven, five, six, seven. Uh, then I, I moved to Stockholm uh, for, to study uh, architecture, uh, and specialization is in digital fabrication in architecture. So we use more computers and you know the tools like CNC machine and 3D printing to uh, to build structures and buildings. Uh, so and then uh, from Stockholm, uh, I moved to London, uh, worked there. Uh, I was also then I moved to Denmark for four years. Then I moved back to India because I had these connections where we were working on housing. And in India, uh, we have huge shortage of housing. It's like 25 million houses are required. So so we worked with the government and we developed a few ideas. Uh, so then we, we discovered that actually uh, there's a potential of, of this digital fabrication technology. So what I say 3D printing. Uh, to solve this uh, housing problem. So I read an article there uh, from United Habitat. They said that they need three billion people, people uh, three billion people will need adequate housing. So we are talking about 40% of the world population by 2030. So just eight years, in, in eight years, 40% of the global population uh, will need adequate housing. So this, this is a huge problem. And, and also the sustainability part now, uh, we used to talk about sustainability way back in 2004, 5, 6, and now the whole world is talking. So that's good. Uh, and so I saw a business opportunity here uh, that's, you know, so, and I have, uh, I, I, I got the team with the civil engineer, Neelan, and uh, uh, we have a business developer uh, who has uh, a uh, he, he sold two startups earlier. Uh, and then, then we decided to work on this idea. Yeah, the problems that you were, or challenges that you were referring to are really huge and global. And so definitely there is a need for solutions. Um, and and um, that's why uh, I, I think that you're on the right track <laughs> with your solutions. So, so can you can you explain a little bit more about what what you actually do and what is the solution that you provide? So, uh, what we do is uh, we use uh, uh, robots, 3D printers, or CNC machines, uh, and uh, environment friendly concrete. Uh, 
to to build the houses and the structures. So uh, most of today the construction industry uh, most of the things are built manually, and we also have a labor shortages even in India. Like there are huge labor shortages. So uh, how can, and the construction industry has been almost the same in the last many decades. Right? So we are introducing automation uh, in in building construction, and there are clear advantages to this. And so we we, we this technology which is called prefabricated building or you know the prefabricated housing or pre-cut concrete. So we use that and we upgrade it. So we we put the automation in that. So uh, we are not. Uh, we don't do everything from so we are learning from which works already and which is being tested and which which is good and we are we are improving uh, on top of it so yeah so we use robots to uh, build the walls and facades and in the factories yeah, the building elements in the factory yeah so so you're not uh, doing it on site on the site no we tried to do it but uh, there are many challenges uh, it's uh, uh, we have to be practical. We have to deliver the houses. So this is so what we have found. This solution is is the best solution for now to to go to the market and deliver. You know, do uh, the projects. So, so does your um, service uh, include design also? Uh, yes. So now we are we are designing uh, as well. Uh, we are startup, so we do uh, everything uh, from scratch. But we put in, for example, in Denmark, we are working with an architect. Who, he got his own designs, so uh, that's also fine. But because we know how our machine works and how the technology is, we can design very fast, and so the designs would be optimized. Yeah. But we can work with any designs. All right, because I I would imagine that using a a new type of technology also re requires some something some new knowledge and skills from the designers as well yes uh, this is right uh, so uh, if i if i talk about uh, digital fabrication especially uh, it's it's been more, yeah so let's say 15 years back or 17 years back it, it all not started but many universities in the school they introduced these courses and now uh, architects are uh, fully trained, so they, we use uh, uh, Rhinosaurus uh, software, so grasshoppers uh, tools to come up with uh, very beautiful and, and efficient designs. So the architects are, are uh, you know, uh, they are way ahead, I must say, uh, but uh, the manufacturing process was lagging behind. And uh, yes, we need to uh, because it's for first time. So any architects with a, uh, or let's say any university student with uh, three days to five days of studies, uh, just you know, basics, can can easily adopt this new technology. Of course, uh, there are things which works differently than the traditional construction methods. But yes, yeah. is there any difference? between a more traditional approach and, and this uh, new type of uh, production when it comes to structural design? Uh, yes, so it's opened up a lot of uh, freedom to structural designs and freedom to architects. So now we see these walls and and these houses are like boxes uh, because it's much easier and cost effective to produce. Uh, so the I must say that this, for structural engineers or, or, or architects, the efficient uh, the designs are not uh, fully optimized 
here uh, now oh, we have unprecedented design flexibility. So structural engineers they like this because now we, they can they can create uh, exciting structures and also architects they can come up with new designs. And I, I would imagine that also it's also possible to to reduce the amount of materials that you will will use eventually. Yes, so uh, what we are doing here is we are doing a topology optimization. Uh, so uh, we are using lots of materials. So in this project, which we are doing in, in India, uh, it's very clear that we are we are reducing 25% uh, of the building materials in walls. Uh, and, and so it's more, for, yeah, it's environment friendly. Because what happens now is uh, with this 3D printing, we can create the shapes and forms of the structure, which which can carry more load at the same time takes less material. Uh, so uh, we, we we optimize the usage of material with this technology. I know that there are. I I would not say that say that there are too many uh, uh, startups in the 3D printing uh, domain, but uh, there are some. So, do you have something special that makes you stand out from from others? Yes, uh, you you rightly said that there are uh, there are many uh, many startups uh, uh, doing uh, concrete 3D printing. I would say, but we are very different. Uh, we uh, yeah, uh, our our construction method. Uh, we also uh, print roof foundations, not just the wall, the floors, everything. Uh, also, uh, we are off-site, uh, and we, we with our technology, uh, you can create these beautiful facades or walls, which are smooth and finished. So you don't need to do, uh, you know, because if you have seen these structures, you see these lines uh, on the wall. Uh, they are quite visible and ideal. <laughs> It's fine. You can keep those lines uh, exposed, but I, I I did the studies, and I think it can it increase the stress level if you if you stay you know if you stay in those kind of houses because uh, for some people it can be really you know, annoying. So uh, what we get with our technology uh, is uh, is parametric facades with smooth finish. Uh, also uh, with other 3D printing startups, it's very difficult to 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 come up with the uh, with the windows or, or the doors or the different shapes of cutouts and so on uh, with with our technology we yeah that that's not an issue at all so we are fundamentally different even though we are both using 3d printing uh, we uh, we also use a cnc milling uh, and laser cutting so it's uh, it's not just just 3d printing so uh, what kind of projects or clients do you see uh, would benefit most from your uh, technology and your your services so we uh, because we are from industry we, we know uh, we know uh, people from construction industry so we are targeting uh, construction companies uh, and prefabricated companies too because they understand our language and we get a good uh, good response from them and they uh, so now uh, recently we have convinced uh, you know one 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 construction company to do the pilot and so now we are working with them and they really they really like it and they want to go ahead so soon we will announce that we have a second office in in Aarhus in Denmark and 
yeah, we, we would like to go to now in Nordic markets initially in these couple of years and this, yeah. So main question, but because we are doing it for first time, uh, we have to show the full project uh, to convince the or to to show our technology minimum viable product for the construction com companies to sell. Uh, so for now we will we are doing everything from designing structural uh, uh, analysis and so. And and I also forget one thing that why we are different. Uh, our technology we don't need any special building permits. Uh, with the with the regular building codes, uh, EU codes or Finnish code or German codes, uh, in Denmark we are using German codes. Uh, you, you you can come, you can build the build the building. So that's a that's a challenge with other three D printing startups. Yes. Yeah, that's a huge huge advantage, I, I would say. But it's a bit surprising to me that you would focus on the Nordic market. I I would imagine that perhaps, uh, as you said, the need for housing is is especially uh, great in, let's say, developing countries? Yes, uh, you are right. So uh, why we are focusing uh, on for now in Nordic markets, because we have a very good connection. I studied here. I, I worked here for many, many years. So uh, it's much easier to, to meet the, the old uh, construction companies whom we have worked in the past and get this technology uh, up and running. Uh, then of course we will sell our the, our technology to companies in 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 India in Africa. We are also uh, in touch with uh, construction company in Rwanda, uh, for example. We have also projects going on uh, in Maharashtra, which is part of India, and it's a government of India project. So yes, this but for testing, I must say, the platform is is not difficult. It's much easier here. We have very good quality of engineers, and also the rules and regulations are very straightforward, and we can get our project in the market. As a, as a startup, it's always a question, of course, of, of the resources and money and funding. And how do you see that in your case? What are your plans regarding that? Uh, so luckily, uh, we have uh, we are working on the live projects. Uh, so. And because we are startup, we don't have so many expenses, right? Like the big, big construction companies, they spend millions, millions to 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 develop a product. But uh, yeah, so very so these these are paid projects. Uh, so that's uh, how. But of course, uh, once we do these projects, uh, then. Then we can. Then we have to raise the funding. We also got the support from Business Finland and EU to to start start the startup. Yeah. So that was a big big and very good support. So if uh, let's say any any of our listeners would like to know more about your company, how how can they find you? Uh, okay. So for now uh, we are not very active in in social media, but we you know on our website uh, it's a www E-K-O-T-E-K-T, ecotech.com. Uh, you can visit us and uh, in in few weeks, we are soon, uh, you know, we are hiring a marketing team and because we are, we are building this uh, sauna here and we are launching it in 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 couple of months. So yes, we are preparing, we are very busy that we have a small team, so yeah. But uh, once we do that, uh, we, we and from our website, you can reach to uh, our social media like LinkedIn and YouTube channels. I'm, I'm really eager to see how you uh, 
how your business will develop and, and what kind of results you will uh, build in the near future. And uh, I, I would very much like to follow up uh, <laughs> when, when, you, when you have something. Perhaps we could actually do some videos and show, show in <laughs> on a video what, what you... Yes, uh, I, I would, we are in Helsinki, so uh, we should meet now the relaxed COVID rules are... Uh, getting relaxed and it, that's not a big problem. We should meet sometime here and then I can explain and yeah, we should make the videos and photos. Okay, Avishek, it was a pleasure talking to you and all the best for the future. Same here. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to this podcast and visit aec-business.com, the award-winning blog for more news and stories.